It's DTS 33, and we're talking about the new heroic strike changes. Yes, you now can be match made with other people. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What's up, everybody? BBK Dragoon here. It is show number 33, which is really hard for me to believe because we're actually coming up like close to the year mark and we haven't missed a week, which I'm really excited about. I'm joined as always by Diddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. I got really sick the last few days, so I'm excited that we're recording this. We record on Sundays, for people who don't know, and the show goes live on Tuesdays. And what's funny is Bungie always puts their news out on Mondays and Thursdays. So you can always count on the fact that Monday rolls around and we go, oh, I wish we could have added that to the show. But uh, I'm doing pretty good now. I'm feeling a little bit better. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. It's been colder in Texas. It's it's going to be freezing this weekend. It's Actually, we might get snow Ooh. on Monday. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be... A sight for sore eyes. Would it ever really, cause a snow day? I hate the cold weather. Um, well, when it snows in Texas, it ices. So, uh, and since we, you know, us being a southern state, we don't have um, as good of resources to get rid of the snow on the on the streets. Yep. So yep. sometimes work will say if it's icy where you live or it's icy near the um, the work location, just don't come in. Because, oh. you know, conditions are too bad. We don't want you to um, risk getting injured yeah. on your way here. So yep. it's sometimes it does, especially for the schools. I know my high school, if there just snowed lightly, we'd get the day off because yeah. we d- didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, it's the opposite in Colorado. Since we have a bunch of snow <laughs> removal, it like I, I can't remember. I probably had two or three snow days in my entire growing up and it snows every winter here. And I mean, it snows big, so you just get used to it. Plus, everybody around here expects it. They have four-wheel drive vehicles. Speaking of snow, it's snowing right now outside, so we actually did get some moisture, which is a good thing. What'd you do this week, man? Did you play anything? I played a lot of Iron Banner. I got to rank five again on my Hunter I because that. I wanted the um, wanted that uh, scout rifle because the rolls were actually pretty good. Even though I already have a scout rifle with those rolls, mm-hmm. um, I kind of just wanted the Iron Banner stuff. Um, I got the legs, which are level 32 for my Hunter because I want a whole set of gear Iron Banner level 32, because I think it, the designs, they just look really good. They do, don't they? Yeah, and uh, that shotgun, dude, man, the rate of fire sucks, but if you get the right perks, it's a one-shot wonder in Crucible, mm. and I love it. You are a hardcore Iron Banner player. I saw that this week when I was leveling my alt. I'm like, oh, you, Lurker, and was it Cat that you were playing with? Yeah, nice. Cast Dash. Right on. Yeah, it's it gets frustrating uh, in the earlier parts of the week, because... Um, Matches, they do last about 10, 12 minutes, usually, in my experience, uh, because I'm not a total beast or anything. But since the tempered buff is not very strong in the earlier parts of the week, it takes longer to rank up. Um, So, like, if I want to start playing Iron Banner on Sunday or Monday, I could hit rank 5 in a a day or two. Whereas, you know, in order to play, in order to hit rank (laughs) 5 on, like, the first day of Iron Banner, you have to play for 27 hours straight. Ooh. That someone somebody did the math on Reddit and it's just it's incredible because I'm really glad they implemented the temper buff so people could get to rank five if they don't play during the week. So Yeah. And you uh, are a pretty frustrated in multiplayer, sir. Oh well thank yeah. you. But my you know, advice for anybody thinking about doing Iron Banner next time it's rolls around, don't grind it super hardcore at the beginning of the week because 
it's I don't think it's worth it in my opinion because Lorker he was raging so hard because uh, his internet couldn't sustain it so like right before the end of the match like ten times in a row he would get disconnected oh no and he'd be like he'd be like top of the leaderboards and literally two minutes before the game ended like we would win or lose the game would just disconnect get pineapple or something or it's weasel error for him that's what the that's what it is and I think it has something to do with a nat type or whatever but it's it's super frustrating when it happens it happened to me a couple times so yeah i had a few disconnects this week too but i pretty much always have disconnects on my internet i don't think there's much to look into that there first up on the news today is the bungee update which uh i'll discuss my emotional response with diddy and have my tears (laughs) afterwards but here's the deal The weekly heroic strike, the one you get coins from, is now a match-made activity. Well, I say now. It's going to be a match-made activity. So you can no longer solo the heroic. Uh, Up until this point, if you wanted to complete the heroic strike, you could solo it. You would have to invite friends, but there was no matchmaking for that playlist. That has changed now. It's going to be a match-made activity, and this is coming, I believe, in patch 1.1.1. Is that correct, Diddy? I think they imply that it's going to come around the same time as the heavy ammo um, patch as well at the end of February. Yeah, which would be 1.1.1, I think. Cause yeah, which would be this next week, actually. Yeah, it would. February is ending. <laughs> it is. It's weird that this month is already done. Uh, Oversoul's Edict, my, my pulse rifle is actually going to be useful now. It's going to be cool. Nice. But let's let's be real here. Okay, there was more to the update, but let's just hit hit the thing on the, like, the elephant in the room right now. Last week, they were going to, you know, they teased us. We're going to talk to you about the changes that are coming to strikes. Well, this isn't really a change to a strike. It's more just a change to the matchmaking of a strike. And I'm a little, dis- I'm disappointed. Just a little bit. Like, it's with this- I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. It's cool that we're going to be able to get more coins easily. But, I mean, what was your reaction, Diddy? I was disappointed. I When I read the update, I was like, that's it? Now, to be fair... There's a little bit more update to the strike than just adding the heroic matchmaking. Um, Strike repeats in the uh, strike playlist are going to be less frequent. So if I play Archon Priest, it is less likely that I'm going to get Archon Priest again the next strike. Because I remember one night, man, I played, uh, what was it? I think Valis Ta'arik. I played that four times in a row. And that was just the worst. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, after the fourth time, I ended my strike playing for that evening. But <laughs> it's rough when you have to repeat strikes in a row. But that's going to be less frequent now. So let's be fair. There are some more updates. But still, you know, just reading it, I was like, oh, that's it? Okay. You know, I guess we have this notion of overhyping things ourselves because, you know, Bungie kind of does that themselves. And it just reflects into the community. So it's disappointing but i'm glad they're doing some updates at least yeah expectations versus reality i think you have a lot of players that see just exceptional potential with destiny you and i both do and there's so many things that they could change for just quality of life for your guardians to enjoy the experience more we hear anything about strike changes and we're like oh my gosh what could it possibly be you know even (laughs) last week we were talking about like putting multiple bosses in encounters or changing the way things actually play out and then it's like oh well, that's a rather um, exterior change. In fact, it's more just the technical side of how the game works rather than the actual gameplay within. 
Anyway, uh, the other things that are happening with uh, Bungie and this weekly update was Zer will stop forgetting to bring his exotic engrams when he visits us from wherever Zer is from. I like how they put that there. Iron Banner will work as previously promised with a greater variety of maps and rotation as well as a couple of new bounties that give you more control over which weapon you can use to complete them. And we were hoping that one would have arrived before the current event. Finally, strikes and crucible maps will be less likely to repeat themselves, as you said before. And this other one that's kind of like grimoire cards will drop when you expect them to. So apparently some of the cards were bugged. Did you have any experience with that? Um, Not personally, but I know a few people who are grinding grimoire score and <laughs> they just didn't have it pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the update, though. It was, it was quite short. Um, it had a what's up doc, as usual, which I enjoy that segment. But for the most part, yeah, you can do the weekly heroic now now what do you think about this you can't solo the heroic is that something you think players will be upset about i'm not um i don't know i mean depending on the strike i would have liked i liked to solo a few things um but at this point i just need the coins and i just want to get it done with so i'm yeah. kind of glad that i don't have to do it by myself anymore and i don't have to wait for friends it's it's nice that it's match made as long as we have the option of soloing the Nightfall. I think players will be happy. Yeah. Because if they ever match make Nightfalls and remove the capability of soloing, you've just uh, totally made a whole speedrunning and soloing community obsolete. And I don't think that should ever happen. Yeah. I so agree. as long as the Heroic is non soloable, or as long as the Nightfall is soloable, I think it'd be fine. 16 million registered users. Activision put out some stats uh, through one of their public statements basically saying that since launch destiny has had 16 million registered users and they don't really release much in the way of numbers right now in terms of who's playing on what console and active populations those numbers actually have become pretty important for companies especially with a game like this but i thought that was a pretty staggering number you know one of the things that people continuously say about world of warcraft is that wow is dead regardless of the fact that it has 10 million subscribers to it And even though we're coming into sort of a dry period, Destiny's sort of first dry zone between launch, you know, this is waiting for House of Wolves for a lot of the higher-end players. It's kind of like, well, I've done everything. I'm tired. I'm bored. Stinking Bungie, this game's done. And it's like, you know, this is one of the most successful games currently right now. And there's a lot of people who play it and a lot of people who are interested in this universe. So I just thought it was interesting numbers to throw around. If you want to check it out, the link is on the site. And our final bit of news today is more bounties now. What is this, Diddy? It's a thread on Reddit from, let's see, got to give credit where credit is due, Core of Memory. We need more bounties, not when House of Wolves hits, not when we get the comet. We need them now. And it kind of goes, it's kind of following the theme of the burnout that we're talking about in terms of you hit the max rank, what do you do now? A lot of the bounties from the bounty tracker, especially Iron Banner, oh my gosh, don't get me started. We just do the same bounties over and over and over again. And it would be so easy to implement just different bounties. It says right here in the post, of the 39, we only have 39 unique player PvE bounties. And like 17 of them are the target. Like, go kill this guy in this mission. Yep. And... For most of those bounties, I have checkpoints. So I just fall, I just load into the checkpoint, kill the dude in two minutes, and then I'm done with that bounty. And you know, it's, I don't, we, it would be so easy to implement new bounties, you know. And it's just, 
they don't do it. I don't know. It needs to happen. You know what's funny is last night I was doing a bounty for killing some guy in the archive mission on Heroic. Well, guess what I did this morning? I killed another guy on the archive in Heroic. So back to back, it's like, really? Same ones? Or how many times has the like Black Meridian Garden one shown up? Like the last Mars <laughs> mission that's like, it doesn't take forever, but it takes longer than the other missions. And it's just like, did I do that, Benny? I need that experience and that rep. I want it. So, yeah, I agree. That's something that can be implemented easily. And I really, really think we're going to start seeing that stuff as we push forward until, like, I think it's going to come before House of Wolves, but at the latest, maybe House of Wolves. Let's get into our topic. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. So along the same theme of what we've been talking about today, a lot of the higher-end players, this sort of seems to be like the hot topic this week across multiple community sites, is a lot of the higher-end players have completed the raids, they're like pretty much wrapping up their experience with Destiny until House of Wolves comes out. I want to really talk about what we see towards the future in the next two months, constructive criticism, things that we'd like to see changed as we move forward with Destiny. Um in order to push through this sort of time and, and not burn out, basically. Or if players are getting close to burnout, what they can do to um, have Destiny stay this positive experience in their mind and they don't get wrapped up. It's very easy to, like, drive yourself towards the negative band camp of, oh, this game's so content light, I'm bored with it, I'm done, blah, 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 that kind of a thing. Well, I wouldn't disagree with some of those sentiments, and I know there's people who get mad any time that I... I nullify their arguments when they think Destiny is content light or whatever. Uh, but this is a podcast of people who like Destiny, and if I wanted to make a negative podcast about Destiny, man, I, I can't imagine why people would want to listen. So in general, I really like the game. You and I both think there's huge areas in which Destiny can improve and refine. But during this time, before House of Wolves, what do you think players should do basically to keep the experience something is positive in their mind my one suggestion is max out everything not just your armor not just your weapons your glimmer your vanguard marks your crucible marks your either seeds your blue polyphage all that stuff everything max everything out because we saw it with the dark below come out and this is actually <clears throat> Referencing a thread that I saw on Reddit, I forget who it was, I apologize if you're listening and I didn't give you credit, but shout out to you, you know who you are. There was, he suggested, he or she suggested that, look at the, the Dark Below DLC. We saw Eris come into the tower. Eris uses Black Wax Idols as currency. When they came out, you know, you could convert Radiant Energies to Shards and vice versa using Black Wax Idols and some Glimmer. And they were used as currency. And I know when I'm trying to farm Glimmer on a Hive Strike and I need Black Wax Idols, I don't have any more because I already converted all of them because I used them as currency. So he suggested that you max out all of your stuff in terms of because you're going to need them to purchase the next DLC stuff right away. If you want to, if you want to get on top of things when House of Wolves or Comet comes out, you want to have all the destination materials. You want to max out your spirit bloom, max out your uh, relic iron, max out helium filaments and um, what's it called? Spin metal. Have that maxed out in your inventory so when you get the next DLC items, you already have all the materials. You don't have to spend time grinding it again and you can hit that max level as soon as possible. And, you know, 
here we are talking about burnout and I'm telling you to speed up your grind process. But like, that's what you can do right now. You can, it's going to take you a while to hit 200 Vanguard uh, marks after purchasing all the destination materials. So that would be my suggestion. Suggestion. For me, it comes down to playing with friends. The more I play Mm -hmm. Destiny by myself, the less of an experience I enjoy. It feels like I notice more like the AFK player in the strike or the jerk in Crucible who's just like not helping at all. He's in his menu doing nothing. But whenever I play with friends, it's like an overwhelmingly good time. And I think that's what's going to carry my experience forward until House of Wolves with Destiny is the ability to get on play some crucible with friends or go do the heroic or work towards the nightfall and still push towards the gear i'm less interested in having you know three max level characters as long as i have one character my main that is you know real close to max or max level and i've got some gear that i like i'm a pretty happy person i'm, I'm not much of a collector in games in terms of like I'm, I'm very vanilla i find what i like and i keep playing it that way yeah absolutely and just to touch on the friends thing if you have friends to talk about Destiny with, that just expands your entire Destiny experience tenfold, you know? If I can share my Destiny experience with somebody else and I can listen to their experience, we can have this communication about, oh, you did the Nightfall with this gun, I did it with this gun, and oh yeah, Omnigal with no burns, that sucks really hard, and I had to solo it because I don't have any friends with, but now we maybe we can do it together, and it's talking about the game that you play really helps in... Uh, making the experience that much better exactly and i'd love to hear what people have to say about this if they tweet us i think that would be a good idea i don't have a ton to say about avoiding burnout i think taking breaks is important and if you are done with destiny then you know relax until house of wolves i know we've been getting news consistently for 30 stinking weeks of destiny granted sometimes the news isn't as big as we would like but i feel like they're always speaking to us as a community sometimes it misses the mark this last week it kind of missed the mark but i still feel like the player base is acknowledged respected and we are given a a sort of a voice in the bungee chamber you know yeah and we should be realistic in our expectations with destiny destiny is not always going to be the best game out there you know what i mean especially with this past week they hyped up strikes and we got disappointing news for most of us you know they're changing, they're updating it, they're making the experience a little bit better, but I think us Destiny as a community, we're expecting too much every single time we hear something from the developer, because Bungie can't overhaul everything every single time they update the game, and it's like, that's why they have the DLC benchmarks, you know, that's when they do a complete overhaul of something, that's when they implement a ton of changes at once, and if we do a ton of changes at once every single time the game goes live. We have a different game every week, and that's really hard to manage um, in terms of a developer because you have to be constantly looking at how those changes affected the player base. And if you only have a week of uh, data in terms of how it affected, people are still learning in that in that time frame. They need at least a month or two months or three months to really analyze all the data and of all the changes they've implemented. So I think... We need to calm down our hype train a little bit. We need to pull it off full speed and maybe go about 90%. See, I agree uh, there. Like, fully agree. But it's one of those things where it's so hard, right? You see this potential <laughs> with Destiny and you want it to, like... I, I'm i guilty of this every single time I get the tiniest thread of news. Comet. 
we really don't know anything about Comet, yet we are already building this construct in our mind of what Comet could be, and then it turns into what we want Comet to be, and then when Comet comes out, will it meet those expectations? Will it fall short, or will it surpass those expectations? I think it speaks to the passion players have for Destiny Mm, with the fact that we really want to see these big sweeping changes. And even if they don't occur in the same time frame, there's a massive player base for this game. And like you said, huge changes are probably a logistical nightmare for them because they have to make sure it will run smoothly across all four platforms that this game is running on. Perhaps it will be simpler in a few years. Yeah, if they try and rush development of something like a certain game that came out in November, and it yeah. just crashes and burns, no one's gonna like it. Oh. There's literally nobody is gonna enjoy that experience. So they have to test out to make sure everything works smoothly. They want to Bungie. They're not as evil as everybody or as some people think. They want to provide the best player experience. Maybe not the literally the number one, the greatest, but they want the best for their users. And I think Destiny is a great game. It has so much potential, like we've said, and I'm just I can't wait to see what they have planned in store. Destiny is only about six months old, right? It's like yeah. it's like training a puppy. You know, you can't expect the puppy to be the greatest dog in the world at six months old. You know, it, yeah. Destiny is one of those things where such a wide variety of players can play it. And I agree. I think it's a great game. There's awesome potential out there. But if you're bored, take a break, play with friends, and there's still things to do within the game. But don't leave this negative mark at the end of the day. I would not encourage you to be like, hey, not having any fun, turn it on, get mad, make a forum post. Don't be that guy, you know? (laughs) Let the salt die down before the forum posts come out, right? (laughs) It came from Twitter! This is a part of the show where we read your tweets out loud here on the show. How exciting. First one comes from at video underscore neon. Love the idea of the wild. They need to do it. Do it now. We talked about the wild last week in our topic, and that's been one of my favorite topics that we ever had, Diddy. Uh, if you missed the show, go out and check it out. Good. At J Classic writes, hey, Destiny the Show, if you use destinystatus.com slash XBL, you can view Bungie Help 0102 and 03 gamer tags. Interesting stuff there. Also, thanks for the shout out and perfect pronunciation of my last name. Awesome. I'm glad that we got that. At Drew Pancake, oh my gosh, too many ideas for the wild. What if when you get to a checkpoint, you can upgrade a certain engram? So risk reward. Like if you stay out there longer, you upgrade that engram, you continue to fight. You've got this really high value thing in your back pocket and you die. I like that idea. Yeah, I like the increased time you spend in the wild increases the rarity of the Engram. I like that. You would have to go deeper, though, into the wild in in order to upgrade that. Like, you have different levels, like three levels of the wild. Level one is, like, blue Engram status, and then level two is legendary, and level three is exotic. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I like that idea. At Hector7265, last week, what I meant was, what do you guys think about being able to build exotics? There is no way to get a specific exotic except from a bounty sorry so being able to build an exotic is he maybe talking about the ability to re-roll an exotic i don't know i think if you have to if you're able to build an exotic from scratch everybody would build a yellowhorn in my opinion like everybody would want that gun and yeah the purpose of exotics is that 
every single one of those exotics is the same, and it's super rare. And I don't think you should be able to roll re-roll exotics. So um, that's just what I think. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I think setting a specific one in your mind, as cool as it would be to say, I want a Suros, and I'm going to do this long quest chain to go get my Suros, it kind of removes the special nature that is an exotic, that kind of happy giddy moment where the nightfall ends, the Suros shows up in your inventory and you do a little happy dance. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we're at the point right now with the loot system to where that would be a benefit. Maybe down the road, but right now, not my cup of tea. At Ramsey 99, I got the Yalahorn to drop from Iron Banner this week. Congrats. Do you think this happens a lot or did I get lucky? You got lucky, dude. <laughs> At Destiny Track, which is the Twitter for DestinyTracker.com. By the way, guys, visit DestinyTracker.com for leaderboards, in-game viewer models. You can check out your character with different shaders and equipment. All sorts of cool things like news and LFG section that is second to none. It's a great website. Go to DestinyTracker.com. And they sent us a tweet saying uh, our podcast is out, and here's the YouTube link. Thanks for tweeting us out. We appreciate it. So, at JP Thy Sing writes, Yo, Diddy. Run with me on PS4. Screen name. It's hard to read. Mr. Coriolis. But it's misspelled. Maybe it's not misspelled. Do you still play on PS4? Or is it kind of like every once in a while? Frequently. Every yeah. once in a while. It's not too consistent. But yeah. Send me a friend request. We'll do it. Cool. At the Dane Train 13, only Diddy will understand. The Human Torch could not get a bank loan. The Human Torch was denied a bank loan. You got How it. now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? <laughs> nice. At Catstash Inc., the hype. He got his Vex Mythic class this week. Congratulations, Catstash, on getting such a sweet drop. At Lutz, Justin writes, Love the show, guys. Was hoping for a shout-out to my clan, the East Vanguards. Shout-out! We are a new clan destroying the Iron Banner. Right on. Nice. At Gank and Flex, Animal Companions. What are your thoughts on why Destiny has not included any sort of wildlife to any of their maps? Well, what do you mean? There is wildlife. There's birds. There's birds on Earth. <laughs> I get really excited. There's a really big bird on Earth, too, that shows up. I don't know. I'd love to see more, like, animals. Do you remember in Reach, Diddy, those big lizard things? The moas? Yeah. The little ostrich-type things? Yeah. No, 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 no. Not them. The, the giant golem-looking things. Oh, yeah. I forget what those are called. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They could do Maybe it. Maybe rendering. It has something to do with rendering and system memory. It has to. Mm, it's possible. It's like, it'd be cool. That's what I have to say. I want a tiger. Like, that would be my companion oh, tiger. Yeah, it'd be so cool. I'd go with a llama or something like that. An ostrich, maybe. Okay. At I'm Sassy, my first attempt at adding a montage. Please enjoy and share your advice. This will be on the website as well. Our good friend I'm Sassy is a monster. And this is a really fun montage. Well, it's a daytage. All the clips came from a single day. He shoots people through walls left and right, man. It's insane. Absolutely insane. So check it out. And that's all the tweets we have for you this week. If you want to be featured, please tweet us at Destiny the Show. We always like to hear about the topic. That's great. Uh, but tell us anything else. It's time for the Tower Talk. It's time for the Tower Talk, where we answer your emails, show at gmail.com. First one comes from Lotus, Los Lotus. Hey guys, love the show, played a lot of Destiny, been lucky enough to obtain all the exotic weapons. Most of them have their roles, some more obvious than others. However, there are a few exotic weapons that I just can't figure out why anyone would use them. 
The list of exotics included below are outclassed by legendary weapons in PvE and PvP. I don't mean to offend anyone, but please discuss Universal Remote, Hard Light, Pocket Infinity, Dragon's Breath, No Land Beyond, and Necro Chasm. Now I'm going to probably throw this one to Diddy, but the first thing I can say is my experience with Pocket Infinity, Dragon's Breath, and No Land Beyond... Uh, is that maybe they're just not what they could be, right? Down the road, we might see changes to exotics that make these things more viable. So while right now, they might not be great. I mean, look at pulse rifles. Not great. Getting a 10% buff, like, pretty soon. So I would not, like, discount any of these exotics while they might not be awesome right now. Down the road, they could be. Diddy, what do you think? I think we have to realize that not every exotic is going to be the OP gun of the game. Some exotics are just there for um, comical use, and uh, by that I'm referring to um, a few of those on that list, especially Universal Remote and Hard Light. Universal Remote, it was actually a lot better in Vanilla Destiny. It actually had shot package, where when you aim down the sights, the cluster is a little bit tighter, uh, but they actually removed that because it was too powerful. Um, but it's, now it's just comical. It's a primary shotgun in, in Destiny. It's the only primary shotgun. That's why I say No Land Beyond is the best primary sniper rifle in the game because it's the only one. And it, like, it, I just think they're there for comical use and they're by no means bad weapons. You can still use them to their full potential and they're still hilarious and awesome and fun to use, uh, but they're not going to be your Soros or your Yellowhorn or whatever. So Universal Remote and Hard Light... Um, and I think I want to say No Land Beyond are there for their comical use. Um, hard light, you can um, look down a hallway, see somebody right there, look at the ground and shoot the ground and have the bullets ricochet into the enemy. That's kind of fun. Um, but other than that, you know, doesn't really have uh, too much use. Um, in terms of Pocket Infinity, Pocket Infinity is awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's a fully automatic fusion rifle. Like how how is that bad? It's so good in. In Crucible, it's the most frustrating gun to play against. In um, PvE, if it's a solar burn on a Nightfall, dude, you're doing thousands and thousands of damage in two seconds. It's awesome. Dragon's Breath is there for stationary bosses. I actually use Dragon's Breath myself, mainly because I don't have a Yalhorn, but um, if you don't have a Yalhorn, Dragon's Breath is actually really good. It has the um, largest, one of the largest blast radius in the game, especially with the solar grenade. So a stationary boss like... Uh, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, the tank in um, Sepix Prime Strike. You just fire all three Dragon's Breath rounds. The Dragon's Breath, the Solar Flare, actually does about 400 damage per second for about three or four seconds, so it's actually pretty good. No Land Beyond is just hilarious. I actually have a uh, one-game montage of Iron Banner No Land Beyond gameplay on my YouTube channel. Um, go check that out. It's actually hilarious. Just one-shot headshot. Best primary sniper in the game. Necrochasm, I think it's not worth the grind, um, in my opinion. It shoots super fast, and it sometimes does the crawl, uh, curse thrall explosion, uh, but it's just there for just to look pretty, I think. Yep. That's my two cents. I agree. Next email comes from SKG saying, Hey guys, I would really appreciate it if you would talk about your opinion on trading in one of your episodes. I've always been wanting to trade with my friends because I do not have good luck when it comes to engrams. My Xbox One gamer tag is Mr. Spence, if you're interested in playing sometime. I love the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, SKG. What we actually did is in show 28, we talked about trading. It was the topic of our show. So if you go and check out show 28, 
you can hear our opinions on trading. So final email today is from Corey. Hey guys, love the show. My friend and I listen and re-listen to your podcast while we edit photos at work. It's cool. Sounds like you're a photographer. I was an avid Halo 2 player back in the day, back when the leaderboards were still around. You couldn't find a match without some form of cheating. My question is, despite the problem that it created, modding, standbying, bridging, boosting, I love the competitive aspect of Halo 2. Not only the desire to get the highest level possible, but also, and maybe more importantly, the fear of dropping levels. Do you guys feel that the Crucible lacks the competitive edge due to the lack of repercussions for losing, or am I not playing with the right crowd? I would like to get your thoughts on the general levels of competition in the Crucible, and more specifically, the lack of a ranking system that rewards wins and penalizes losses. Thanks again for the awesome podcast and feeding my addiction when I don't have the time to be playing. Well, thanks for the email and the nice shout-out. Um, for me, I'm going to say this real quickly. Trials of Osiris, which is coming sometime down the road, which is basically an elite PvP playlist for just a certain amount of players, and you only get an invite when you've won X amount of games, and once you're in the Trials of Osiris, once you lose X amount of games, you're out of the Trials. So it's kind of like Hearthstone's Arena, um, but the basically payment of entry is getting a special invite to that. It hasn't come out just yet. Um, I like the idea of it, and I don't want to see leaderboards or ranks when it comes to the Crucible. That's just me right now as the Crucible stands, maybe in Comet, maybe in Destiny 2, but I like how Crucible plays, and I'm going to be honest, I don't want to see it get super competitive, uh, and if I did, I would want it to be a very specific playlist outside. I loved Halo 3's ranked and social distinction because if I didn't want to take it too seriously and play with my friends, it was going to be social, but if I wanted to take it seriously, I had that option. Diddy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Destiny is not a hardcore competitive shooter it's been like that ever since its inception um it's more of a casual online multiplayer experience more on the lines of uh, call of duty but um and, and as opposed to halo uh, because it's all social matches you know the trials of osiris is definitely going to be where you're going to find your competitive edge also iron banner is actually a good place to find more competitive games um the event that just happened and what you've most likely already played um but I would agree with you. Um, I don't really want Destiny PvP to be ranked. Um, if they have one or two ranked playlists, I'd be fine with that because there does, in my opinion, if there are ranks in a game, there needs to be this dis distinction between social and ranked playlists. Um, and I think that's where the Trials of Osiris is going to come into play. So um, hopefully that is everything we're expecting it to be. And uh, I hope you guys, or especially you, Corey, I hope you look forward to Trials of Osiris and enjoy that when it comes out. Excellent. Thank you guys so much. Diddy, where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. -S. Once again, a big shout out to our friends at DestinyTracker.com. You can find me on Twitter dot com slash bbk dragoon youtube.com slash bbk dragoon go to our website for all the links from today's show destinytheshow.com you can follow us on twitter at destiny the show also on twitch same handle and you can join our clan which is also a link on our website there's one i'm missing i think i can't remember but anyway you guys are awesome destiny the show at gmail.com yeah yeah for the email we're worse about checking that though just tweet us it's better that way Thank you all. We've had a few shows that have broken the 10,000 viewer mark, and we have a lot of you listening, man. You know, most weeks it's between six and 10,000 listeners, which is really crazy for us and very cool. And it's growing every day. More and more of you are showing up. So if you're new, introduce yourselves. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.